When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I think sometimes we can overestimate our energy bank. Mm. Damn, how many times am I going to have to say sorry? How many times am I going to have to be disappointed in myself? Are you good at multiple things or do you simply lack focus? Do not push yourself to do things prematurely. (laughs) That triggers me. You know when it's like, oh, being read for Phil, reading myself for Phil? Right, right, right. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness growth and development of a community of sisters across the world and in today's conversation we are going to be discussing the struggles of the multi-faceted babe oh boy oh my gosh so this is something that we highly relate with you know as polymass high multi-hyphenates nonsense multi-faceted queens And we're going to be discussing some of the challenges that can arise with that from feeling overwhelmed Mm -hmm. to facing burnout to even dealing with identity issues surrounding who you are professionally and sometimes even personally. It's like you wrote this episode for me. Like you actually said, at Renee. I also wrote it for me. There we go. But yes, sisters, we hope that you enjoy this conversation. We're going to get real. We're going to get honest and transparent about the season of life we're kind of in. And hopefully a lot of you relate to it, as I'm sure you will. But before we get into that housekeeping announcement, our live show tickets went live on Friday. Now we're recording this on Thursday. So they go live tomorrow to us, but two days ago for you. We do not know you know, if they're sold out or whatever. But honestly, this is our biggest show ever. And sisters, we need your help to make it our best show ever. We are going to be live on a Friday night at Hackney Empire, one of the best, oldest, most iconic venues in London. And you guys already know the London live show. We always try to give it our all. It's like our flagship yearly event, our baby. And we need your help to make our biggest event our best event yet so if tickets are still available please head to the link in the description box or in the show notes if you're listening on podcast streaming platforms and you'll be able to grab yourself a ticket grab a ticket for a friend as Mm -hmm. well why not come with one of your girls Mm -hmm. and honestly we hope to see you on october 27th it's about to be the biggest girls gathering in the uk let's go and we're going to be joined by a vast array of surprise guests and when i say the guests you know that we don't lack when it comes to guests, we don't right? Games. We, we don't play we do games. Not play we games. don't. We are in the arena. <laughs> and if you want to be in the arena with us and you don't want to miss out on what is ostensibly going to be the biggest girls event mm. that the UK has seen this year, <laughs> girl, you better get your ticket. Honestly. And if you are an ally, brothers, if you do want to come and you're an ally, you could purchase a ticket or whatever able to come to this but show. please prioritize your sisters your mothers yes, your aunties yes. bring them along don't be coming just by yourself to cause havoc bring somebody <laughs> along. bring your girlfriends do you know what i'm saying like honestly don't don't be coming to you know move by to cause a ruckus yeah. because this is really 
a woman's uh, affair. Yeah, the theme is actually womanhood through the ages. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to hear from women who are at different stages of life, at different ages, then we have, like you said, some amazing guests Fantastic. in store for you. But also we will be doing, you know, a panel segment and you can ask all your questions. We could get the tea, answer some dilemmas. The tea, we cannot tea, wait. Tea. Oh gosh, I'm so excited for the show. Honestly, it's gonna be great. Honestly, it's gonna be lit. So sisters, don't miss out. For real. Don't be the weakest link yet again. I know there are some of you that have not been able to attend our live shows mm-hmm. and you're still kicking yourself. Don't let this be you. Yeah, cool. Do we have any other housekeeping announcements? Yes, we are doing some international trips, oh, baby. Listen, we are going out. to Ghana in December. And if you would like to join us and do Detty December with us, okay? Then you need to head to the link in the description and go straight to the Sorticello website where you can find information on our Ghana trip, okay? Itinerary, plans, price, all of the information that you would need and sign up, come and join us. We've already have some amazing girls attending the trip. So definitely come and join us. And we are going to be in South Africa in February. Now you guys must be sick of us making that announcement, but we don't want any of you to miss out. Not only is the sisterhood in SA strong. <sighs> South Africa is just a lit place to be. It really and is. And so come with us and do it that is. in February 2024 so that we can celebrate my girl's 27th birthday. But also we can have a cute little sign sign going on out there. Damn, okay. no. Oh my gosh. <laughs> February in South Africa. <laughs> I am so excited. I'm so excited to be received by the South African girlies. Yeah. We already know that we have a strong community of sisters in South Africa yeah. and we will actually be hosting a live show out there too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. sisters that are on the ground sisters that are already in SA and would like to roll through make sure that you also sign up so that you can get more information on how you can get involved in that live 100%. show also another housekeeping announcement I have been nominated for an award she's a rising star yes so I've been nominated um, for the rising star award by Foundervine and I am so so honored by it and i would really love if you guys could vote for me please um because i would like vote for to courtney. win vote, vote for courtney for she said it super politely but guys like arise <laughs> arise and shine sisters like you know the sister has been called to a place of great heights so please support and and yeah. do your thing but we'll honestly it's link it below and <laughs> yeah, also, the link mailing list. Below. we're gonna put it in the mailing list thank and you. it's everywhere <laughs> when you see courtney's face you vote okay thank you god bless yeah, you guys it's surrounding like the work that i've been doing with like tms but just content creation over the years in general um and it's crazy because I didn't think it was like award worthy but here we are and I now think it is I, a lot of my council has been talking to me about the fact that I don't really I don't really toot my own horn enough and, um, we need to and toot so yeah her, so. guys if you could support me in this way I'd greatly appreciate it the link is in the description of the you show better, notes you know I what feel to awkward do. now so <laughs> into the next part so for my <laughs> well without further ado we can head straight into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Let's go. This is a very relevant dilemma, so oh, let's jump into it. Dear. Hi, ladies. Hi. I hope you are having a lovely day. Oh. A sister from Nigeria needs your words yes. of advice. Niger babes. Come on. Represent. So straight to the point. I am currently studying pharmacy in school, but I recently had a discussion with a friend of mine about my harnessing of multiple skills. Mm-hmm. I've been pursuing simultaneously fashion designing, writing and trading crypto, mm-hmm. forex, and the likes. Okay. My friend said that it is kind of weird that my skills don't connect and I began to think about it. Most people I have seen have connecting multiple streams of income. Mm. Now I am confused and unsure if I am doing the right thing or just wasting my time and energy on too much. Mm. Although quite stressful, I do like all of the things I am pouring my energy into. Help 
me. Oh, not the help me. me. Exclamation mark. Exclamation mark. Um, first of all, it's normal to want to be able to do multiple things. Definitely. And I think human beings, you know, we entered into this weird age before we are now where everybody was like super zoned and focused on that, like one career trajectory. And it's like, put your focus behind that, yeah. work with that one company, climb up the ladder, yeah. climb up the ranks. And we've gone to a place in society and a place in late stage capitalism where it's actually unfeasible for a lot of people and unsustainable Definitely. to have one source of income or pursue one thing. Yeah. So it's very normal, first and foremost, to have lots of different interests, but also lots of different streams of incomes yeah. or skills that can be monetized um, in order to satisfy those kind of needs. And do they necessarily need to connect? No. Would it be beneficial if they did connect? Yes, because it would actually lighten the cognitive load on you in terms of context switching. I think that a lot of us try to multitask and whilst we can like context switch and whilst mm -hmm. we can you know do multiple things at the same time it can cause a lot of mental but also practical strain yeah. on us when we do that switching um here on here and there um so would i discourage you from doing the things that you love fashion crypto forex no i wouldn't discourage you yeah. but i would encourage you to think about um, one of my favorite words right now, which is sequencing, mm -hmm. right? So what is it that has your focus right now? And what are the ways in which you can build in this multifaceted nature such that you master things before you multitask? Mm. I think that many of us, and trust me when I say that I am the biggest like uh, perpetrator of this shiny suit um, or um, shiny syndrome where you see an object or you see something that you want to pursue yeah. and you're like, let me do it for like, you know, two or three weeks and then let me switch to something else and then yeah. let me switch to something else. Um, so I would really encourage you to actually sit take some time out from the things that you're doing, maybe stop doing, I don't know the extent to which you can stop doing them, but I would say maybe pare back some of your activity a little bit to really think about, okay, what is my higher, highest and most ultimate usage of, you know, my, my skills and my giftings, mm. right? What are the things that I want to focus on right now? What are things that are a bit more of a priority for me or something that I can focus on for this particular season, which can then be built on um, through the pursuing of different skills at a different time. So I wouldn't discourage you at all, like fashion, like these are all exciting things. And I think it's actually a testament to the fact that you're such a talented person yeah. that you're able to do these different things. And these are things that hold your interest. Um, so I would really encourage you to just line up all the things that you're currently doing, see which actually requires your and deserves your attention and focus right now and sees, see what um, would make sense to stack. So if it is that you are focusing on pharmacy, for example, then it might make sense for you to pair back some of the activity that you're doing around some of the other bits and pieces just so that you get a level of adequate mastery and then start thinking about, okay, what are the interesting layers that I can now add into my life that would yeah. make sense for my career trajectory? So for example, you may want to pursue um, pharmacy for a number of seasons and then add on to that kind of crypto slash Forex um, type work. Once you've gotten to proficiency in that pharma um, pharmaceutical um, profession yeah. and you actually have a grip on things like your timelines, your scheduling, your just your life in general. Um, and then later down the line, it might be that actually, yes, you want to pursue the fashion bits and pieces, but it makes sense in your schedule because you have reached an adequate level of mastery from um really having that focus time on pharmacy and then crypto. That's just an example. Yeah. It might be that you want to change the scheduling or change the sequencing a bit. 
Another thing that I would also say is think about what skills you actually want to monetize and the ones that you don't. Not everything that we do is actually, it doesn't need to be a side hustle. It doesn't need to be part of our profession. Um, For example, one of my like clearest ones is I love baking. Like it's not a secret at all. And for a season, I monetized it and realized I don't actually want to monetize this thing. Like I actually just enjoy doing it and not you know, feeling under pressure to have a source of income that's attached to it. So I would also say when you are having that big kind of vision casting time by yourself, where you're thinking about what makes sense for your career, really think about what is it that you actually want to monetize and what you want to keep as a hobby. It's actually okay to have a hobby. I think there's also that, right? People think being multifaceted means that you're only multifaceted when it comes to monetizing your skills, but being multifaceted equally is about having other things to entertain you other things that are part and parcel of your identity and the things that you genuinely enjoy without the pressure of having to monetize or make income or make bank like we can be multifaceted and have one source of income you know i mean it doesn't mean that you have to be out here making bags um so i definitely encourage that and then i'd also really seek out examples in your real life if you do have any um, of folks that are doing multiple things at the same time or may have sequenced their career in that same way Mm. Um, so if for example you are pursuing pharmacy then really think about okay who are the people in maybe the medical profession that are doing like medicine or pharmacy or anything that's like healthcare related but they're also pursuing something else on the side and it may be that you find expertise in those other people that are around you um and those especially those that are in a later stage in their career really trying to crowdsource some of that information and their expertise around practical things how to manage your calendar does it actually make sense when you get to a particular level in some of these fields to be juggling like multiple things what is the max amount that you can do so really crowdsourcing that wisdom will really help you in terms of thinking about what makes sense to sequence and what makes sense to do at the same time and I would also say last thing take your time take your time none of these things are going to run away tomorrow if you decide to drop the ball I, I can't remember where this like concept came from but I was reading a book or an article and it was basically trying to ascertain everybody has like a couple of balls that they're juggling. Mm-hmm. It's really about understanding which are the balls that are plastic. So if mm. you drop them, they'll bounce back up. And then which are the balls that are glass? And if you drop them, that's it. Yeah. And it's very much thinking, what am I ascribing value to in these particular seasons? If I drop this ball, if I drop this particular like main source of income, is that a glass ball? Is yeah. that a, a plastic ball? Um, so really thinking about, okay, what makes sense for me right now to pursue? Because that's a glass ball in my life as um in opposition to a plastic ball. Um, But take your time with it because sometimes what appears like a plastic ball is actually a glass ball. So you actually need to really think about your finances. You need to think about um, like what makes sense for you and take your time. Like genuinely, you ain't old girl, you young. You young, you have time. Um, But that's what I would say. That is very great advice. And I agree with all of it. I think it's extensive and like thorough. Um, The only thing that I would add is I think it's sometimes hard to know how to sequence the Mm. activities that you're doing when there doesn't seem to be this common thread aligning everything. And so what I would, and and that kind of provokes this sense of urgency and that everything needs to be done now at once because you don't know how to stack them because they don't link you know yeah. and so I think it's important for you to now consider 
Are you doing a lot of these things purely because you know you need to make more income or is it because of interest and passion? Mm. Because if it is because of interest and passion, then you can think about how it fits into your schedule, how much time you allocate to it um, so that you can have that outlet, you can have a hobby, you can do something which you actually enjoy or just something which fascinates you, which you want to, you know, add to your knowledge bank. But again, I think I love exactly what you said about like glass balls, plastic balls, but also like weighing scales. How Mm. much value are you attaching to each of these things? And because of that value, how much time are you now allocating to it during your week or during your day? Because your energy and your time are not infinite, you know, they are limited. And so you do have to steward them and allocate them wisely Mm. in alignment with your values and your goals. Um, But that can be tricky if you think everything is, or you've kind of got mixed up whether it's a passion or it's just for income. Now, if you're doing it mainly because of income, I think this is where mastery comes into play because if you are doing something like, crypto you're doing fashion you're doing all of these stuff and you don't necessarily have as much passion equally across all of them but you're doing them because you just need to make more money it may be worth dropping one so that you can achieve more expertise and skill in other ones which you actually do find enjoyable so that you can kind of supplement that income you've lost by dropping that initial one right so if you were to stop crypto trading or like trading in general Mm. but you really wanted to take your fashion design seriously you probably would have more time to allocate to learning more about fashion design adding a new service or a new product which then brings in more income so that your time isn't so diversely spread and actually you're focusing and kind of harnessing one skill a bit better to now bring in a bit more money especially if like you said like context switching and having to change your focus from this to something so like drastically different from fashion to crypto that is a big jump and that can be very tiring and it can often mean that you aren't building on top of things you are starting from scratch and Mm. I think in this era where you are studying especially to become a pharmacist you're still laying a lot of foundations for your career and what you are acquiring from having multiple skills and, and and multiple income streams and hustles is a lot of skill sets which can be transferred into you know later stages of your career but what you are doing is spreading yourself so thinly that you may not have a very strong foundation in one or two or three key things right and that's when you can sometimes realize you're not making the best use of your time and you may and this is kind of full circle to my original point you may not be making the full use of your time because you think you need to spend your time making as much money as possible Mm. when actually you need to spend your time in this area of your life setting some really strong foundations for your future and for your career as well so focusing on your degree and making sure that having all these multiple you know hustles and having Mm -hmm. to switch your mind from this to that isn't distracting from your main hustle which is becoming a pharmacist girl because that's going to pay you out maybe a bit better than having these you know little small sources of income which amass to a lot but really don't compare to your main source of income which is your career Mm. And so if pharmacy is something you're trying to pursue in the future, I would definitely say make sure that none of these things are distracting from your studies and your ability to achieve mastery and excellence in that field. And then on top of that, think about the things that you can kind of pair back on based on is this a passion or is this an income stream purely for me um, and what's the weight of each and if you want to have hobbies allocate adequate time to your hobbies but if you want to have income streams make sure that you're kind of focusing on one or two which you can really master so it can bring you in money for the time that you're exchanging mm. for that money um, maybe think about diversifying the things you offer within that field and so that way you're not spread so thinly. And I, I would say in terms of trying to find a thread, 
it's sometimes not about the field connecting, but it's about the skill sets mm-hmm. connecting, right? So with pharmacy, you're going to be interacting a lot with people. So I don't know what kind of fashion design work you're doing, but if you're working with a lot of customers, that customer service, that kind of interaction teaches you a lot about people skills, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like jot down the sort of skills you want to learn and use these hustles and avenues as ways to train up those skills for mm-hmm. you in different ways, but make sure that the skills tie in, right? Is it about building your confidence in money management, building your confidence in paying attention to detail? What is it? And I think that's how you then communicate it to people because I similarly struggle to think, how do all of my skills tie in together? And it wasn't necessarily about the top line things of, oh, I do this here and I do that same thing there. It's more so about what are the skills and the muscles that these are training in my body that then carry over into other behaviors, other situations, right? Mm. Which I've now strengthened because I've done it in different arenas right and that's how you communicate it I'm really good at business development because I've done it in media I've done it in e-commerce I've done it in product sales I've done it in xyz I'm really good at customer service I've managed clients professionally but also I've managed customers and so all of that stuff is stuff that you communicate like oh this is the thread it's not the top line it's the underlying foundational stuff and so I would say use this time to underpin what are the foundational skills and what are my foundational values and that's what should shape your schedule and your work and your output wonderful yeah That's what I'd say. Well, sister, we hope that helped you. This was a really great dilemma to help us segue into this main conversation because you're not the only person that needs help. We too are confused. Okay. So, sister, friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's the way you looked up. I don't know if the sisters heard that. So, yeah, we're often hungry when we record, just to let you just guys know. You know. Uh, but today we're very juiced up on caffeine. There so, you go. Um, one, what I wanted to kind of open up. <laughs> you know why she that's said. making me laugh? Because <laughs> oftentimes we spread ourselves and even like akin to the mm-hmm, dilemma, mm-hmm. we spread ourselves to do multiple things mm-hmm. because we're hungry. Yeah, like we yeah. actually need stuff. Like sustenance. we need money. We need sustenance. We have a lifestyle to maintain. Yeah. We want more in life in general. Yeah. Um, and I love what you said about like the late stage capitalism era that we're in where it's like you actually cannot rely on one source of income um and so sometimes being a multifaceted babe is not just because you're good at multiple things it's because you've trained yourself in multiple things Mm. so that you can feed those desires in you right Yeah. yeah that's what came to mind in that but i wanted to ask you what are some of the struggles you have faced in the past or even presently um regarding being a multifaceted babe Mm. Well, it all started when I was three oh years my God. old. Yeah, no, we're going way back. <laughs> way we're going back. Way it's back, fine. Way we're on the couch. We're talking. You know, we're continuing with these. Not struggles. my tummy rumbling now, too. Relax your nerves. It's giving a unison. <laughs> <laughs> it's a harmony of. We don't have cats. It's just our stomachs. Um, we're hungry. We're passionate we're about passionate. women. The hunger for women's yeah, burdens. Come on, that's what's coming through. <laughs> No, actually, I could do with like a sandwich or something yeah. or some kind of breakfast. Um, some of the struggles slash challenges that come with being multifaceted. I think f- the first thing that comes to mind for me is the frustration of not being able to give everything 100%. Yeah. I think sometimes we can overestimate our energy bank. Mm. We have a finite amount of energy. And I think being multifaceted tricks us into thinking that we are some sort of superwoman. Exactly. Um, and that everything that 
we do, we can give a hundred percent to. And it's like, no, if you're doing four things, that means max you can give is 25%, 25%. to each of these things. It may be a good 25%. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think if you're anything like me, you might be a very high functioning person. So even if you're stressed or in some kind of like amped up state, yeah. you can still give a good 25%. That might look like a 70 or an yeah. 80 or even a hundred percent to somebody else. Yeah, but that 25% is really, that's you at your, your max. And you know, deep down that you're not giving everything that you have to this because you're stretched so thin. Yeah. And I think sometimes we can mask it with the whole, Oh, like I'm just a person that's good at multiple mm. things. And it's like, are you good at multiple things or do you simply lack focus? Are you good at multiple things or are you bored? Mm. Are you good at multiple things or can you not sit with the discomfort of knowing that you need to actually tarry with this thing? Mm. And I think that as somebody that, you know, sometimes I can be very, very impatient. It's still something that I am personally working on. I like seeing results quite quickly. Yeah. And I think the biggest trick that being multifaceted can do for women is convince us into thinking that we are doing work that is impactful. Like all of our work is impactful at this particular time when it only serves to distract us. Mm. So if you are anything like me, I, I genuinely, I even think that maybe I should do some kind of um, test. We've always joked about this. Like maybe we need to run them tests about neurodiversity yeah, because definitely. my attention span is very short sometimes. Yeah. And I like being stimulated by multiple things. Maybe it is a neurodiversity or maybe it's actually a function of the times that we live in where we like instant gratification. Yeah. And I think that work is a place where we don't talk about instant gratification enough and not in the sense of, oh, you need to work hard to see results and stuff like that but more so thinking about the distraction that comes when your mind is occupied with different yeah. things and yes there are systems in place that can help you to manage that and yes there are seasons where you actually have to be quote-unquote multifaceted where you have to do multiple things but when you are constantly in a state of being multifaceted constantly um being forced to and fro constantly just scatterbrained you start to realize that you're actually making very little progress yeah so think about it like one of my favorite phrases being, if you are chasing two rabbits, you will probably catch none because the energy that is spent trying to go between yeah. the two could be spent focused on one, catch yeah. that rabbit and then use that energy and that rest to catch the next rabbit. Yeah. Um, so I think the challenge of, another challenge of being multifaceted is that, that, that this is distracting. It is Definitely. so, so distracting and we can mask it so well, especially me. I know that I'm very good at masking mm -hmm. things. I'm very good at um, masking symptoms of like stress and strain. It's only when I'm stretched to capacity that it's like, oh my gosh, burnout. Mm. Um, and then that links to another challenge of being multifaceted. You don't perceive the signs of burnout until it's too late. Most definitely. And it's hard mm -hmm. because you're like, oh my gosh, what has caused this burnout? Oh my God, what could it be? Where is this coming from? Yeah. And then you realize you are stretched across entirely too many things mm -hmm. and it may not even be work it may be across people um one of the reckonings that i had in conversation with a friend that i had um spoken to recently was you don't actually need to have a big circle of relationships it's about maintaining and really sustaining the ones that you currently have and sometimes i found myself so stretched across so many people because i was trying to give them the same intensity of love the same energy that the, it required but at best i could only give them 25% mm. 15% because there's six or seven other people that i need to show up for in the mm. same way um so it's really understanding like there is a finite energy source that you have. And oftentimes it is better to catch one rabbit at a time than go for all the rabbits at Definitely. the same time. You're not superwoman and that's also okay. And I think 
in some ways, at least for me, I go and project on you guys. You may have different issues. It was definitely it being multifaceted. I can't lie and just say that it's within my nature. There's an element of being multifaceted that is within my nature. I like to do many things, yeah. but there is an element of systematizing and an element of like hyper productivity that's actually a trauma response yeah, of course in response to you know when you come from a place of lack or when you come from a place where you haven't had a lot of things or safety or security you will do everything yeah. in your power to ensure that you have that safety and security yeah. even if it means stretching yourself across five different jobs because you can't even bear the thought of not having money in Most your bank definitely. account or you can't even bear the thought of having to not be able to pay bills on time or you can't bear the thought of any kind of insecurity or instability and i think it is reckoning with that fact yeah. that sometimes again masking trauma that masking of um, insecurity that hyper independence has come as a result of the trauma that you may still need to deal with Definitely. and I think again it's an ongoing journey so it may crop up from time and time again and I've had to actually catch myself and be like no Renee focus on this and it's actually fine you'll be secure in this particular mm. like one stream you don't have to find 10 other streams of income or you don't have to find 10 other different things to do to feel that sense of security yeah. it's almost like trying to create a patchwork or a quilt of safety in all of these different things that exactly. we are doing. Um, and then the last thing that I'll say, cause there's hella challenges. Mm -hmm. um, the last thing that I'll say is being multifaceted can sometimes validate you. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's like a, it's mm -hmm. a confidence thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I can do multiple different things. It makes me different. It yeah. makes me cool. It makes me nervous. Yeah. And as cool as it is, it's not cool when you are stressed and nobody is seeing the behind the scenes. It may be cool in the front where it's like, you're doing all of these amazing stuff. You're winning awards yeah. or like you're winning the friendships or you're like, you, you look like you're thriving for all intents and purposes. And you're, um, you know, everybody else looks like they're thriving, but you're there, you're matching them, you're competing, you're, you know, your contemporaries, you're overcoming, yeah. you're passing your contemporaries, but at what cost? Yeah. At what cost? Yeah. Because when you are stretched so thin and you're only given 25% to something that requires 100%, eventually you have to start borrowing energy Come and that's on. what leads to burnout. burnout. There you go. I would love to hear what you have to say, Courtney, because <laughs> that question, tri that triggered me. You know when it's like, oh, being read for filth, reading right, myself right, for filth? Right, right, right. Uh -huh. An analysis, uh -huh. a full diagnostic. Uh -huh. I completely relate to all of it. All of it's it. It's giving triggered. All of it. Um, and that's the reason why I wanted to have this conversation, because I do think, and I love the point that you touched on validation mm. because i think people see oh you're a multifaceted babe oh yeah. you have all these different things going yeah. for you oh my gosh like it's so admirable and they don't see that behind that is sometimes an identity crisis right, right which is i actually don't know and this is a struggle that i have felt i don't know who i am and how to describe what i am to anyone right yep. and sometimes i now have a confusion about that myself mm. which is what of which of these skills which of these pursuits am I actually really attached to and I think mm. that can over, overall be an inability to commit to one mm. thing sometimes mm -hmm. um, but also it makes it really hard to then discern seasons of your life and discern how to do things with wisdom mm. because you are spreading yourself so thinly but also you don't know what thing relates to who you presently are yeah. close enough to then say this is what's important to me and I think that's something that people 
it's a very nuanced thing that mm. sometimes we are not even self-aware enough to yeah. um, discern, which is you say all these things are important to you or you say this is important to you, but from the way you allocate your time and you allocate your money and you allocate your energy, it's clearly not, right? Mm. From relationships to work projects to things that you, you know, are passion projects to you. You say you're passionate about it, but if we looked at the way you frame your life, you're passionate about everything else. Mm. And I think being multifaceted, sometimes you can be more attached to that title of I'm multifaceted than you are, I do this and I do this well. Mm. And I think there's also that, right? You're stretching yourself to be able to, because we are high performance babes. Like I know for myself, being excellent is a core value core. for me. Like it's a core value Serious. and making sure that I deliver excellence and I am great for the people around me, but even the work that I produce is important. And now you're pushing yourself to be excellent at so many different things that you start to feel bad when something may, you may be dropping the ball in certain yep. areas yep. and it can come with an immense sense of guilt. Like I think for me, I've seen it in the areas most of relationships mm. where it's like, damn, I've been so hyper-focused because that's another tendency of mine. So I've been so hyper-focused on work for the last seven hours, jumping from task to task to task. Firstly, in that immense you know, time block of time of work. I actually haven't done that much because I've jumped from seven different tasks. So nothing's actually been done. And also I haven't read my messages or I've missed five different calls or do you get why I mean? I haven't said happy birthday to this person and now it's 11.59 and it's like- Sometimes 12.01. Do you get what I mean? And it's like, damn, how many times am I going to have to say sorry? Yeah, how many yeah. times am I going to have to be disappointed in myself? Because I didn't actually achieve what I set out mm. to. I'm also not showing up for people in the way that I am and then to compound that I'm exhausted mm -hmm. so what do I actually have to show <laughs> you ain't got that's the worst that's the worst thing oh. it's like what do I actually have to show for my nothing. exhaustion apart from a little bit here a little Just bit there picky bits. do you get what I mean and then you're kind of disappointed in yourself and you're somewhat aloof to how nothing seems to be where you want it to be mm -hmm. but you haven't invested what you needed to it's like if you had you know 10 coins and you put one here one there one there okay that's great you've got 10 different things which have a little bit of nourishment but now you're expecting to see this really big flourishing tree when you didn't give anything enough to be able to be fed mm -hmm. do you get what i mean and it's like oh but i wish this was maybe a bit more ahead. I wish this was making more money. I wish, you know, I was able to take up all of these opportunities in this area and further myself and give some depth to this area of my career or this area of my relationships yeah. or this area of my personal life. And it's like, but how? Why would you expect there to be depth there when you haven't given anything to it, right? Or you haven't given enough to it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. And I think that 
harsh reality of I'm tired, but now I know that these things need more. You now come to the hard wall, which is, well, you've reached that 100% max. So either you completely deteriorate yourself to try and create further capacity, which honestly, like stretching, there's a difference between stretching and bursting. Mm. And I think a lot of us don't, can't, like you were saying about burnout, we can't see that we have burst. We can't see that we are actually bursting out at the seams and we're breaking Mm. versus actually being flexible and stretching our capacity. And I think that comes from a sense of, sometimes arrogance which is actually no I can I can do more I can do more it's like no No, you you can't can't. you have to like you said admit you're not superwoman number one but also you're not a god like you're not god you can't do everything and I also think there's that um kind of that response that can be a lack of faith which is for so long I have seen that like things may not have worked out for me or, you know, maybe growing up with lack or, you know, other people dropping the ball in these areas that I want to be so much in control of everything to make sure I control the outcomes that you then realize, well, then you leave no room to actually have faith. Mm -hmm. And that then caps your output, right? That then caps the amazing exponential possibility of your growth. And that's also been a challenging for, a challenge for me where it's like, God, I say I trust you, but actually I trust myself more. Yeah. Even Poor though, child. even if that means less miracles happening. They, oh, there's something about the word and the deed. Yeah. The mismatch between the two that is that gap. Because your words yeah. will say, God, I trust you. Yeah. You will kneel down before the altar and say, Lord, have and take everything. Yeah. But not that. Not that. I've got that. I've got this. Yeah. But you know, God, you can have everything, yeah. everything. But oh, uh, don't exactly. touch that. Or we only come where we then realize we are at the end of yeah. ourselves, right? And it's like, it's less of a thing of God, I trust you. And it's more of God, I need you to heal me. Mm-hmm. I need you to fix me. I mm-hmm. need you to help mm-hmm. me because mm-hmm. I'm on the brink of losing everything or giving up. And I think it's very easy to miss that point where you've crossed over into dangerous territory, which is hyper performance. Mm -hmm. And it's not you performing at your best. It's you doing entirely too much. The funny thing is we often think that when we are performing at our best, that's the time that God is with us the most. Yeah, It's often in performing the best that God is so far from us. And it's when we let him go, right? When we've got this, I've got this mentality. Um, But it does like, uh, there's a book I read at the beginning of 2022 Mm. called um, Zeal Without Burnout. Mm. And it's such a good book because it talks about how rest is actually an act of faith. And choosing to even sleep, right? The idea that for a third of our day, we are going to go to sleep and do nothing. And we trust that we're going to wake up to a world that is still happening is a relinquishing of control. That no matter what, I I have to take myself out of the picture for a little bit and trust that things will still go on without Mm. me. And I do think there's that element of, I have to be involved with everything Mm -hmm. because nothing can happen without me. And Mm. I I do think eldest daughter syndrome sometimes comes into this where it's like, if someone tells you they need help, you have to be there. And it's like, actually you have to allow other people to be independent Mm. um, and sort things out without you. And you can't be in every mix Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. um and choosing to actually decipher what needs you and what doesn't need you and there's that kind of um illusion like i said of urgency and importance and i've been learning that more and more as of recently um wow we've only got through one of the questions that i had around the struggles of being a multifaceted babe you know what sometimes (laughs) sometimes the spirit be moving but yeah it's, it's challenging and i i think it's an immense blessing to be someone who has multiple talents multiple yeah. skills yeah. but at some point you come to ask yourself what matters 
And I, I really wanted us to have a conversation around, well, how do you decide what matters, what to let go? Because mm-hmm. everything then feels like, oh, am I losing out on that opportunity? Mm-hmm. Am I losing out on that income stream? Mm-hmm. Am I losing mm-hmm. out on that slice of the mm-hmm. pie? And it's like, how do you actually decide, I can't do this. As yeah. much as I might like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. as much as it may be working, even if it is what if mm-hmm. it actually is working, mm-hmm. um, how do I let this go? And how do you discern what to let go? Child. The first thing I'll say is, please do not allow yourself to get to a place of burnout where you have to, you are forced to let yeah. go. There's what, there's a difference between letting go and having something pried away from you because you can't handle yeah. it. Makes me think of like social services, which is so <laughs> grim. Wow, it's really giving grim. It's yeah, like yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. When things don't work because we are confused, it means that we need to go to a higher source or mm. a higher power to undo that confusion. Mm. At least in my in my um my thinking and sometimes it looks like a submitting of everything that you're currently doing Mm. until you gain further clarity through engaging with nothing so they're actually you need to actually take a step back from everything to have real bird's eye view to really understand the bigger picture here like what is the bigger picture how do you ascertain that um and have faith that that clarity will come through having that distance and spending more time at least in my case spending more time with god Mm. like away like rest Mm. stop like if you can do it immediately i would definitely recommend if not scheduling a time of rest thinking time like genuine thinking time i think the trap of today's society is we're currently on these hamster wheels on these cycles and it we don't even get time when we start a new cycle so when we start a new job very it's very rare for people to actually take some time out before they start a job because they have bills and they have other responsibilities we need to actually schedule in some deep thoughts, some deep thinking time where you do nothing but think. It doesn't have to be a super holiday. It can mm-hmm. be just a couple of days off where you yeah. think. You do things that you enjoy, but you take the long walks. You do the heavy journaling. You do the heavy thinking yeah. um, and really spend time. What is it that I actually really enjoy doing? And what is it that I actually you know, think is important for this particular yeah. season? What is the season that you're actually in? Is it a season of learning? Is it a season of doing? Many of us confuse the two and we end up trying to do both at the same time, but it's difficult to do it at the same time. Oftentimes, if you're currently doing it, it distracts you from being able to learn and take in. And when you're learning and taking in, it can be really difficult to operate and execute on the go. Mm. So it's very much about taking some time away. Yeah ascertaining what is the season that I'm in right now and what does this season require of me? Not just, oh, like what you're good at doing, what does this season actually require of me? And that's how like scheduling comes in. So if this season requires me to learn, you may be really good at, for example, um, I don't know, a random school. You may be really good at writing. You really love writing. You know, you want to write a book or whatever. This may not be the season for you to publish your book. This may be the season for you to read. This may be the season for you to go on a copywriting course. This may be the season for you to actually learn Mm. be the the apprentice before Mm. you are the master equally um it may be the season for you to maybe it's not publishing the book maybe it's you gotta um start writing getting yourself out there building up your portfolio building up your receipts so the first thing you need to do is take some time away and and really just think and and be in faith the second thing that you really need to do is what is this season requiring of me Mm. at this particular time 
Um, and then whilst you're also doing that, really think about the big picture vision. What is the actual vision for your life? And yeah. I know that's a scary, scary question for a lot of people, but it's literally the guiding principles or the personal like mission statement that you have for your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be expressed in a particular career. Yeah. It could be expressed in a, let's take TMS, for example. We have a burden for women, yeah. but that could be expressed in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, our burden is for we want to see women win, utilizing the power of female friendships. Whatever we do, we'll always come back to that vision, that mission statement. Even if it's expressed in a, we're supporting female entrepreneurs. Even if it's expressed in a, we're supporting a gender equity. Even if it's expressed in, we're creating content for women in this particular season. That is our vision statement expressed and made manifest in different areas. Another thing that I would recommend that you do is, Write the story. Think about yes. the story of your life. Yeah. Like, I think we do so many disparate things. Now that you have the mission and of, of what you want to do, how do we thread together these things to make a story? Mm-hmm. And again, this is why I think that faith is so, so important because faith can be the guiding principle um, in really threading together that story. It's not just you, but it's actually where are the areas in my life that I actually require to that actually require me to take a leap of faith. Where are the places where, you know, if I were to add this into my story, like my greatest desires, especially for the things that I desire to see changed, I would have to jump off a cliff here Mm. and threading it in together so that it actually makes sense when you think about it. Oh, okay, that's the bigger, like, vision, mission. This is a story that makes sense. Um, And then the last thing that I would say in terms of, like, determining what matters be prepared to be completely surprised Mm. in this discovery phase because you might find yourself, oh, I thought I cared about this, but actually I don't. So actually being um, open to revision, Mm -hmm. actually being open to challenge as Mm. well um, and openly sharing that with other people. There have been so many times where I've shared with Courtney, like, yo, this is what I want to do for my life. And there'll be times she comes back to me and is like, but does what you're doing now match up to that? Are you sure that's what, you know, I've seen you do X, Y, Z and you're, you know, you're good at these things, but would it serve you right now to do X, Mm -hmm. Y, Z? So having people around you as well to really challenge you, especially those that are actually invested in your well-being and invested in seeing you win. Don't just be going to anyone saying, oh, hey, like, give me some advice or whatnot. The people that are your um, privy counsel. let them be privy to your work. Let them be privy to your life and let them advise you and guide you. Does this make sense in the grand scheme of things? Because oftentimes that's where we get burnout, right? We are writing our own stories, but then we don't actually get cross-referencing or checks from other people that actually care Mm -hmm. about us. And there's been so many times where Courtney or somebody that's close to me has actually said, you know what? I appreciate that you are in command of your story and I appreciate that you have a lot of faith, but I don't know if this works for you right now. And sometimes that's God showing up in other people. When we say destiny helpers, that's what we we mean. mean. They are people that help you to your destiny. It may be that they um, support you in, you know, really supporting a season or they support you in challenging a season. Mm. There may be a season that you're going through right now only because you failed to take the advice that somebody gave you a season before. And that's hard to deal with. But at least they've come up again to tell you, oh, okay, go left. It's like when your car breaks down, like... You can't fix it by yourself. You have to call uh, whoever to come and fix it up. Yeah. Calling a friend or calling a destiny helper is like that. Um, so that can really help you to ascertain what matters because yeah. oftentimes these people actually have receipts of who you are as well. They've seen what you have done, but also they have a lot of faith in what you can do. Definitely. There's been so many times, yeah, even between us, yeah, where we're like, oh, I want to do this, but like I'm scared or like, oh, I want to do this with like all oh, 100% mm. of me, but I'm not sure. And 
Courtney will turn around to me and say, I have seen you do this before and I have a lot of faith in you. Oftentimes the people around us have more faith in us than we do in ourselves. And sometimes you need to surround yourself in that so that you remember that actually what you have is 100%. And when you give your 100%, the receipts, people can remind you of the receipts of what Mm. it feels like to give your 100% to something that is actually um, purposeful and matters in the grand scheme of the work that you do. I've nattered on. No, that was excellent. I think that was really great practical advice and again the first point that I was going to bring up was that like seek counsel and actually other people can often identify when you are breaking at the seams before you can and so take time to actually speak to people and I love that you emphasize pause first because it can be easy to now place this as another urgent thing you need to do you need to run this complete you know MOT of your life and run this diagnostic and identify okay so where am I going next and it's like you know what maybe pause stop the engine for a little bit and just sit there let everything cool off and then now let's reorient now let's re-navigate and just Mm. ascertain where we're actually at um I also think another thing there's that common saying about you know you can't um You can't give from an empty cup Mm. and really and truly you need to give of the overflow that is coming from yourself. What multifaceted babes can often be most susceptible to is giving not from the overflow but from the main cup because often you give yourself so much. Somebody used this phrase describing us, which I had never because I thought it was like super quite like anyway. Somebody described both of us um, recently as like putting ourselves as sacrificial lambs. And I think it's interesting that a lot of times we want to serve people, make impact or do all these things, be there for our families or just win because we want to give. Like we Mm. we actually want to give of ourselves. Mm -hmm. We want to achieve our purpose. And oftentimes those at the root of those um, pursuits are really great motives. But then what ends up happening is we don't actually fill ourselves enough to do good work, yeah. right? We don't actually pour enough into ourselves. We don't learn enough. We don't take that time to like do the groundwork, build the networks, mm. get get ourselves really equipped to do the work we want to do because we are sacrificing of ourselves. Yeah. But really and truly, you now have to question, well, then are you going to do good work? Are you actually going to do anything well if you're always burnt out or if you don't know enough because you're running from here, you're running right. to there, but you're not actually equipped to do the work you're saying you want to do? And I think there's something beautiful about seeing mastery as a a sacrifice, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Allowing yourself to learn, allowing yourself to take time and pour into yourself is necessary if you're going to do things well. And so don't see it as selfish to have to rest. Don't see it as selfish as to have to say, I actually can't work on that right now. Yeah. But also do not push yourself to do things prematurely, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Allow yourself to be developed in a season. I think a lot of us, you know, in, in an attempt to overcome overthinking, we rush into things right and I know a lot of the advice out there is just do it do it now don't overthink it just jump into it you'll figure it out on the way yes but make sure no 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 yes the details right yes maybe the elements of okay like when people ask us how do I start a podcast and it's like just start it do it it's like okay yeah but make sure also that when you do do it you have the frameworks that Mm. allow you to have longevity in these things and oftentimes that isn't the details of what mic what mic should I use what system should I use it's actually the foundational things such as do I have a schedule for this do I have time allocated in my calendar to allow me to learn about the things I'm even coming on this mic to talk about do I have time to really replenish myself so that when I get on this mic I don't sound tired Mm. and exhausted and I'm not giving people rubbish but I'm actually trying my best and have you adequately equipped yourself to actually give your best oftentimes a lot of us haven't done that 
work that work is what we haven't done we obsess about the minor details and we rush into that when actually we realize you've got all of these eggs and you don't have a basket Mm. like you you're actually well underprepared oh god just (laughs) just exactly and now you're scared now you're exhausted trying to juggle all of these things Mm. but it's like actually you could have prepared yourself a little bit better if you had taken time so don't feel like you have to rush and jump into everything straight Mm. away but actually take time to create that cushion at the bottom because we are in control of that oftentimes we can see ourselves leaping and not knowing what's at the bottom but actually you can prepare a bed for you you can actually prepare somewhere for you to leap into so that your landing isn't so hard if you do fall and actually you are preparing yourself to fly like how long do they take to build planes and how long are planes actually in the air if you compare the two the work of building the plane is more important than the actual time in the air do you get what i mean so before you leap Prepare your craft, prepare your ship, prepare your structure so that you can actually soar and you don't just hit the ground. And that's in your control. Like that's actually in your control. Oftentimes we think these things are out of my control. They're not. Build the community around you, build the skill sets, achieve some mastery, um, but also ascertain your values and your mission. Um, And the last thing that I will say is it's okay to do less. Like it's actually okay to do less. It is not us. Like we we assume that doing more is the proof that we are more, right? And this is why like being multifaceted as a title can become so linked to your identity that you become consumed by the work you do without thinking about the fact that your work, and it's something I wrote in the book actually, like your work is a fruit of you. You Mm -hmm. are not a fruit Mm -hmm. of your work, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Your work is birthed out of who you are. And a lot of us are kind of, and I'm guilty of it we're doing it backwards where it's like no I am my work and it's Mm. like no your work is an aspect of you and so when you allow yourself to work on yourself you then do better work number one but also now that you are doing less work it doesn't mean less of you Mm. right and it doesn't make anything less of you it doesn't mean you're less successful Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean you're less able it means that you're doing less better and that matters that is a great testament to your character Mm. it's not about having a million things that you do not so well because overall the report is you're not so good do you get what i mean no let's be real like if somebody yeah exactly you're c plus but if you're trying to be a star you may actually need to do less Mm. so allow yourself to do less it doesn't speak any less of you and your capacity and Mm. also if you are somebody who i like to focus on multiple things i like the diversity i like having to jump from this to this think about how you can diversify under one umbrella versus trying to have multiple things do you get what i mean it's like what i was saying in the dilemma if you like multiple tasks like me, I love, I love hyperstimulation. Yeah, I really do. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if that's the case, then how can you do multiple things within the same industry, multiple things within the same field mm-hmm. or under the same mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. to allow yourself to be stimulated rather than thinking you have to jump from this ship to that ship to that ship. Right. It's not about going from this place to that place. It's about creating multiple room, rooms in this place. Come on do you get now, what I mean? architect. So yeah, there you go. That, yeah, Literally, you are the architect of your life. And so create multiple rooms which stimulate you, but don't feel like you have to travel from one place to to the next Mm -hmm. do you get what i mean because that's how you get exhausted think about how long it takes to journey from here to that next area to that next area it's easier to go from your living room to the kitchen than to go from this building to that building over there so do that just do that that. it's it's just do do that that. it's easier said than done you know what did make me laugh real quick when you're uh giving the airplane example i don't know if you've seen that like tiktok or that meme of (laughs) 
shout out to my east africans you guys are funny <laughs> of this um it was a joke but it was yeah. like a somalian pilot yeah that was taking them over like i don't know where they were in in the um plane and you know when somebody when the uh, pilot is basically talking over the, yeah. the com he was like so um just to let you know i don't know if we're gonna make it um the engines, they're doing what they need to do. But, you know, hopefully we'll reach our destination. Amen. It's not guaranteed. Um, and, you know, the person that's going to be supporting you with all of your endeavors, uh, I don't know about them. They haven't prepared. Um, <laughs> I would have asked them, open the door now. Did, as in? Open the like, door. Oh, you know, the plane itself, I'm not sure if we're prepared <laughs> to take you guys to your destination. And I was just like, rah. <laughs> You're actually so right. Because if yeah. you don't do the work on the ground, when you fly... You get in the air. Jeez. When you get in the crash air. You're going to And it's, it's, you can see it evidently, right? How many things have you started that you couldn't finish? Oh. How many things have you started that fell off? Oh. Do you get what I mean? And it's not to say that you can't experiment, mm. but there's a difference between experimentation phase and I'm going to execute right experimentate like when you experiment you know this isn't about execution this is about like seeing observation mm -hmm, mm -hmm, do you get I mean mm -hmm. when i try this thing out what am i going to learn yeah, about myself yeah. about the industry about the business about the system what am i going to learn so there's not that pressure to execute right. because you know anything can happen anything can happen baby but when you're saying you're going to execute you've made the announcement you said this is exactly what it's going to be now you gotta do it now you better make sure that the work you were doing on the ground, this thing has to soar. And the one thing about the winners is they're the last one standing. standing. It's not the talent. It's not the, the, the details. It's not the equipment. It's nope. the fact that they were consistent. Exactly. I think of something like TMS when folks are like, oh, you know, TMS, like people listen to that stuff and exactly. they still listen to it. We have shown we, we up, up every single week for the last three years. We You have gotten an episode, if not multiple episodes in a week. And that is just persistence it's consistency but also we have learned over time right. how to perfect things if you come and listen to season four episode 31 which is this one you're going to hear something completely different to season one episode one Chad. but at the end of the day it's because we've got like over a hundred episodes where we've been able to practice and so yes allow yourself to practice but yeah. stay in the game right, right? right and one thing that will quickly get you to quit playing the game is you're tired right so manage your energy level sis 110%. so that you don't quit halfway and don't be operating at a deficit yeah some of you will rest and you're like oh you don't realize that you're in a deficit of minus 75 percent and then think that that one cheeky hour of rest or that oh i slept ah! a little bit and i'm back at 100 <laughs> baby you're not back at 100 think you're just getting back to zero there we go think about how instantaneous the other day my cousin was joking about breaking her leg i don't know why she was joking ah, about things like funny. that anyways <laughs> but think about how quickly that can happen right. right but how long it takes to heal that it's not an equal ratio it's absolutely i spent not. five weeks working really hard so now if i take five days off it'll be okay that's not how you your know body what it makes works me think recovery takes you long. know what it is what makes me think you know that gym in, in industry exactly. between me and courtney gym injuries yeah Guys, I'm still <laughs> suffering from the pain of injuring my back last back, August, last and year. The thing about back injuries is because it's so pivotal to the way that you operate in, like physically, you injure your back. Ah, there was one time I, you know, you're doing deadlifts. Yeah, I can't. And you know what? I think it was deadlifts a, that did me too. Actually, it's, a, it's called a deadlift for a reason. <laughs> 
if you actually that's such a wonderful analogy yeah. because think about it oftentimes injuries um result when you are dealing with too much load yeah. you are improperly you loading go. your spine and yep. your spine is so crucial with improper form improper form is so crucial to the operation of your body anything just in a moment snap yeah. and then you're out of the game for too months too much load impairs your form and that inevitably will lead to injury so relax relax take it easy, take it easy. Take a box. You can't take a chill pill. You can't take a chill pill. God, that, I herniated my disc. Courtney can testify to that. That took me out for weeks. I was humbled. And one thing about when when there's something wrong with your body, guys, this is why healthcare is actually yeah. so important and actually like prioritizing proper form, yeah. but nutrition, all that kind of stuff. When you get hurt, when you get hurt, the recovery Off-season. and then you remember just how important it is to take care of exactly. yourself in the first instant exactly don't let that be you with your work yeah where it's only in pain in suffering that you remember is actually important to take care of yourself and it becomes everything that you focus on you can't even focus on your work anymore you actually have to focus on recovery because you can't do work yeah so don't get to a place of i can't before you start taking yeah. care of yourself and mending those broke the brokenness that is actually exactly. within you because child a spine a leg injury that'll do it that'll do it and like that'll do it when it comes to work as well that can really translate to just your confidence and your ability to now continue because like I don't know about you but when I injured my back I couldn't go back to deadlifting and even after I was cleared to go back to exercising I was scared Mm. to deadlift because it was like this is what hurt me before Mm. and I actually don't now have confidence that I can perform this thing well even with a lighter load right because this is what hurt me before I correct like I was injured and you don't want that you don't want that level of insecurity Mm -hmm. when it's like actually no you are able to do this and everyone else is rooting for you but now you're insecure now you're unsure of Mm -hmm. whether you can execute this thing and we Mm -hmm. don't want your season to come and your time to come where it's like this perfect of window perfect window of opportunity has opened for you to achieve everything that you've wanted to and you can't take it because you're scared right you're actually scared to pass through it because before you were hurt or before you had to be benched or before you had to stop hard stop Mm. and so let's let's return back to the foundational things sisters you know god bless god bless we hope that this episode was helpful we hope that it blessed you in some way to all our fellow multi-hyphenate polymath multifaceted babes out there we love you we're rooting for you and we're constantly praying for you okay we know that it isn't easy but we pray that this week is a restful one it is one that yields results you know and it's fruitful but also causes you to do that introspective work um and we hope our content helps you along that journey so sisters if you want more definitely come and follow us across all social media platforms at to my sisterhood but you can also follow our individual glowing and growing journeys on all social medias my friend here is at renee kapuku and i am at c and if you need further support with really focusing and executing on those bits and pieces in your life you should join our mailing list www.tomysisterhood.com where we send you weekly glowing and growing tips to make sure that you are right on track to becoming the best version of yourself that you possibly can be well sisters have an amazing week we will talk to you very very soon and as always keep glowing and Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. 